Welcome to the K-Hole. People are dying. And my name is Ashley Brandt. And my name is Brooke Marine. And we're going to be talking about Season 12, Episode 4 of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, entitled All About Meme. They've had some pretty clever titles this this season. I mean, they always do, but I'm here for this one. Yeah. They've probably done like 200 episodes, each with unique titles, so... I'm surprised they haven't just started doing, like, episode five, episode seven. Right? Like, how have they not run out of ideas yet? Well, I guess there's always room for new ideas with this family. Real as hell. Do you want to take us through this week's IRL news? Sure. So, there are a few things that happened in the last week or so that I think we need to get, we need to put on the table first. There is an alleged sex tape between Kylie and Tyga, which is complicated for a few reasons. One, Kylie did not, con- this is alleged, it's not, we're not sure if it's real or not, but if it is real, Kylie did not consent to this sex tape. Um, one of Tyga's friends leaked it on his own website. Also, the chance of Kylie being underage in this film, if it is real, film (laughs) like adult film film. (laughs) um (laughs) in this tape if it's real i'm not sure how if kylie was over 18 when she filmed it which is gonna be it could be a big problem for tyga if someone finds out you know all of the logistics behind the date and how old she was because then he could get charged with possession of child pornography Mm -hmm. if this whole thing is real he could probably get he could probably get like distribution of child pornography because right. he would be the adult filming it. Right. And it's just like another weird thing about this is that this sort of happened. It, it popped up and it was a big it made a big splash at first when the news dropped, but then I didn't hear anything else about it. Like I have no idea. Like I haven't heard any updates since. And so I'm not sure if that signals that it's not real or if um you know someone like chris has really done a good job of handling the situation yeah i mean it's a sticky situation for all of the reasons you outlined kylie was underage for the majority of their relationship because they started dating right before she turned 17 and she's about 18 and 10 months so for more than half of their relationship um she was legally underage right and i'm assuming that if they did make this tape there's a there's a really big chance that she was underage and and during the time that it was filmed so i mean it's and it's terrible because it's obviously like a breach of her privacy because she regardless of how old she is or was when she made it she did not consent to this to the release of the tape yeah yeah absolutely i guess we'll see how this story develops it seems to have died down quite a bit since the rumors first broke over the weekend and whether that's simply because this tape doesn't exist or because chris jenner has had a hand in kiboshing it it's hard to say for sure but one thing that we do know for sure is that kim kardashian west had a pregnancy scare last week and it might have been the highlight of my life because she put all of it on snapchat i loved it like because the, the beginning of her day on Snapchat was her with North and Penelope and Mason and some other kids at Disneyland. 
and they were just having a normal family day at Disneyland, riding the rides, which I thought was so cute, and I want to see that kind of content always. And then yes. all of a sudden, you see a Snapchat of three different brands of pregnancy tests with the caption, panic attack, followed by a short video of Kim in an airplane bathroom saying that she is having a little scare in an airplane bathroom, and she's not sure what to do about it, followed by a photo of just the clear blue pregnancy test with the ca- with you know the not pregnant sign so she's not pregnant but that whole thing was such a wild ride it was so wild for so many reasons i mean the first of which is she had a really hard time getting pregnant with saint so there's a huge degree of irony considering that north was an accident and this could have been another unintended pregnancy when she didn't want to get pregnant Whereas, you know, when she was trying to get pregnant, that was that was a difficult process for her. And then additionally, Clear Blue has sponsored a number of celebrity posts recently, including like Audrina Patridge. So for her to take the one up close picture of the Clear Blue test, that to me was really suspicious. And in my mind, it made a lot of sense for Clear Blue to move from like celebrities who know they're pregnant to celebrities who know they're not pregnant and like that being the two demographics that pregnancy tests are aimed at people who want to be pregnant people who don't want to be pregnant but clear blue has said that they had nothing to do with it yeah and kim followed up saying that she just snapped the whole thing because she (laughs) she was like i was gonna be on a super long flight to london and i couldn't stand not knowing and that's totally valid i completely understand like in that sort of situation you would want to know as soon as possible um but it was just so surprising because once again this is snapchat i was not expecting kim's snapchat brand to ever get this personal and it's like this is the most private part of her life that we are seeing through snapchat and i think once again it just speaks to the fact that through that medium that's the medium where you can be i think the most genuine and the most authentic compared to like facebook or instagram Yeah, and the follow-up video that she did where she explained why she Snapchatted the pregnancy test, she took that video in her hotel room in London um, in bed with Kanye, and Kanye was, like, next to her as she was explaining basically just that she didn't really have anything to hide. She didn't really care um, to a certain extent to, like, hide whether or not she was pregnant, which, again, seems kind of wild, all things considered, because most people don't start telling people they're pregnant until they're like three months pregnant she was gonna tell tell all of us like immediately right that's so much (laughs) i don't know if i could go on that emotional journey again i don't know i don't i don't know if she'll ever do that again i don't think so but i mean who who knows kanye was also in the news last week not just for being in kim's snapchat but for his ellen appearance in which he also talked a little bit about um expanding or not expanding their family um i believe brooke you were saying that kanye said he was okay with just practicing for now yeah he sort of joked with ellen ellen asked him if they had more kids on the way and he joked that he was fine with just practicing i'm sure that he recorded this episode either the same day or right before kim had that pregnancy scare but i just thought it was a little ironic because the pregnancy scare happened and then like a day or two later kanye was on or maybe the same day i can't remember kanye was on ellen and he was like 
eh, I'm fine with just practicing and like kind of being coy about whether or not more kids were on the way, which now we know there are not more kids on the way. But the entire appearance was fun. I recommend watching it. It's He was coy at pretty much every turn. Ellen would be like, name like three things your wife gets mad at you about. And he just said the internet. And then she said, name three things you do when you're alone. And he said, smile. And that was it. He just, I don't know. He just totally, he was a rule breaker in this episode. He broke the censorship rules. He broke the rules that Ellen has for her games. But like, it was in a fun kind of way. Like, I liked seeing him this way because he seemed really happy. Yeah, and I think both he and Kim showed this week that they're, like, not really taking themselves seriously right now at this point in their lives. Right, and, like, why should they? Why bother? Why bother taking yourself seriously when you've already let people into your life this much? Like, how much further can you go, really? Yeah, it's also been really interesting to see, like, North was so kind of hidden from the public eye for so long and now we're seeing so much more of her on snapchat and like i love it it's like very fun like cute moments that she's like sharing with kim but i think that i don't know they're definitely reevaluating their relationship to the public and like how they're going to present themselves and they're definitely moving away from the beyonce jay-z pr strategy oh totally that's not their style at all Um, which I think is fine. Not everyone has to be the same and do the same thing when they're this famous. Absolutely. Uh, Chris was also in the news this week because of her ties to this for-profit business school that charges $100,000 a year in tuition. Um, It was called it is called Legacy Business School and it gives an address in Trump Tower that may or may not be real. The degrees aren't exactly accredited. It's pretty unclear who teaches the classes, um, what kind of material they cover. It sounds like it's um, believed to be a rebrand of this for-profit institution called European School of Economics, which operated in New York without a license for about seven years. Um, And Chris was, I believe, a chairwoman of some kind. She did all these interviews where she talked about how she was drawn to this business school because it like exuded luxury and like it was elite and like that was just kind of her her vibe the daily beast did an expose and since then all of the evidence of legacy business school have pretty much disappeared off the face of the planet but i highly recommend reading that article specifically that is so wild to me like (laughs) who is dumb enough to get duped into paying that much money for this fake for-profit like university institution that Chris Jenner runs like who in their right mind that's so crazy that's like really some community like 2007 I don't even know when did that show come out a long time ago R.I.P. yeah R.I.P. to a true great um we should do a community podcast oh my god a community podcast would be crazy because that's not to get too off topic but that's definitely one of the wackiest greatest sitcoms in the last like 15 years like that and happy endings i think are the last two great sitcoms i 100 percent agree i recently re-watched community but i stopped when i got to season four 
and I'm very I don't know it just gets so dark after season three that's very true I also stopped after season four so oh I was gonna say though um Chris's business school venture reminds me of her church which everyone should read about it it's called California Community Church and Chris plucked this pastor out of the Starbucks where he was working as a barista and he now preaches in a banquet room at I believe a Four Seasons I may be incorrect on the hotel chain and Chris is the head of this church and all of the Kardashians eBay charity auctions the the charitable proceeds go to Chris Jenner's church that <laughs> you know what Chris's impact runs deep like hashtag Chris's impact she really has her hands everywhere I never would have predicted that when Kylie because I know Kylie the other day just did one of her eBay things who I I had no idea it was going to this like fake well I guess I shouldn't say fake whatever um (laughs) to this community church run out of a four seasons that's just I know this is like literally how Scientology started is the thing right that's what i mean like this is <laughs> can you imagine if like 50, 50 years from now chris jenner is like the leader of like some sort of like scientology-esque church okay honestly i think it could happen and if it doesn't happen i think it would make a great tv show maybe chris's next business venture would be to sort of like i don't know facilitate divorces since all of her children sort of seem to have experience with divorce well sign chloe up because she filed for a divorce from lamar for a second time i totally i mean it took her a long time to do this but i totally understand why she had to wait this long she had a lot of business to take care of she's a very loving and caring person in this relationship and it's really sad because they seemed so perfect for each other in so many ways but i don't know shit happens and i think i think that finally cutting you know cutting official ties with Lamar yeah, in this way absolutely. Will be good and like she her. said a couple of episodes ago this marriage really has to end for them to get a fresh start on their relationship which is what they need so I think that is all the news for this week unless something else breaks in the middle of this podcast which very well could happen and we'll keep you updated I'll monitor snapchat just in case thank you that's why you're my co-host I think moving on to this episode, the the A plot of this episode was Chris is tired of Kim and Kanye and North and Saint living in her house. So she moves all of Kim's furniture out of her room and gives it to Rob and says that apparently the furniture was Rob's in the first place, which Courtney points out is a lie. According to Kim, Chris tells many lies in this episode, namely that her and her family like kim and her family are the cause of the roaches in chris's kitchen i don't even believe that there are roaches in chris's kitchen first of all that house is immaculate not a speck of dust lives in that home let alone cockroaches like are you kidding me there's no way they have there was no photographic proof of roaches and you know that that's like a shot they would have done exactly it's not real also kim doesn't strike me as the type to go into the pantry and like make a mess and then like 
sure she eats in the kitchen, but I don't think that she's going in there to get different ingredients and then yeah, not all clean they're up eating after is herself, like, like pre-prepared like, salads. Like, where is this mess gonna come from? Yes, from yeah. Health Nut. They get the chef salad from Health Nut with like mango iced tea, and honestly, that sounds delicious. I wish that was my daily meal, but. It's not going to cause roaches to m- magically appear in your cupboard, Chris. Exactly. And meanwhile, Chris Jenner is like upset that Kim or like someone working for Kim parked in her driveway because Chris doesn't even want to want people to use her driveway for the purpose that driveways were invented. This is like an extreme and unnecessary version of putting plastic on your furniture. <laughs> it really is like Chris, why do you have a driveway if you don't want people to put their cars in it? Why are you so invested in your driveway looking a certain way? It's a fucking driveway. Oh, my God. <laughs> Didn't she say at one point that she know. it took her, like, six months to make her driveway look like this? Like, girl, what is wrong with you? Why did that take so long? I don't know. She just... That's why... Okay, so, like, that whole... All of this is what made me so happy to see kim sort of like getting her back with a joke sort of by enlisting the help of courtney and penelope to take chris out to lunch and get her nails done and basically get her out of the house for like six hours so that kim could pack up every last um, material item that she held in that home and move it to her her bel-air home which she was so she was so clear and adamant about specifying that she and Kanye moved back to their Bel Air home. Um, and then Chris comes home and she's like, not one of my items, not one of my belongings resides in this house anymore. And it was cute because I feel like Chris, you know, will miss having them around more than she lets on. But I, it was a fun joke, a fun, lighthearted prank that ended in everyone being happy. What is Chris going to do in that house? Like, she's just going to lose Corey Gamble in one of the, like, 30 bathrooms in that house. (laughs) He's going to go into a linen closet and never appear again. (laughs) And we'll never know what happened to Corey Gamble. Okay, the saga behind Kim's many houses, though, because she and Kanye bought a house in Bel Air before they had North. And then started renovating it. And then we're living with Kris Jenner when North was born. And then decided they wanted more privacy and bought a house in Hidden Hills. And, like, I think briefly did live there, but it was also under construction at the time. And then when Kim got pregnant again, they started, like, more heavy-duty construction at the Hidden Hills house, I believe. And then, right before Saint was born, like five or six months beforehand, they moved back in with Kris Jenner while the quote-unquote finishing touches were being put on their Hidden Hills home. And, I mean, they were there (laughs) for quite some time. And I don't know why they didn't just move into the Bel Air home to begin with. I feel like, I feel like... Maybe this is just me, but I feel like I know people who are always constantly working on their home. You know, like, they're always renovating something that's never going to be complete. They're always fixing their basement. They're always re 
organizing their attic. They're always like retiling their garage or some shit. I don't know. It's just like, why do they, why does Kanye West feel like he needs to do this? Aren't they busy enough? I know. I also like don't understand why it's taking that long. Like I do understand that like things generally take time. I get that. But don't they also have the money to hire like a hundred people at once to work in shifts around the clock to finish this yes they do which is evident by the evidence by the fact that kim hired a moving crew to get all of her shit out of her mother's house in the matter of like four hours or whatever like they clearly could could have completed this project in 30 days or less yeah no also why have they not just been like renting a house in the meantime why do they keep moving back to chris's house I have so many questions. A lot of questions. And it none of it makes sense. Because even Kanye was on the phone in this episode. And he was like, mm, I don't want to go back to my mother-in-law's house tonight if she's mad at us. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, they're in their Bel Air home now, I believe. I don't think their Hidden Hills house is done. It may never be done <laughs> at this rate. I thought another another funny plot this episode with that involved Kim was I I don't think it's a very good idea but I did think it was interesting that they included it in this episode which was Jonathan coming up with the idea that Kanye should be Kanye for Halloween and Kim should be Amber for Halloween and Tyga should be Tyga and Kylie should be China that just so many bad ideas in one sentence Let's just establish that Jonathan has never had a good idea ever. (laughs) Let's start there. So I don't know why Kim even runs this by Kanye to begin with. Like he says it's lit, but like he knows that this is Jonathan's idea. Like he knows this is stupid. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like I get it. We all get it. But where this runs into troublesome territory is the fact that both Kim and Kylie are very obviously appropriating from black culture at every turn and the one-to-one relationship between what black china does to her appearance and what kylie does to her appearance is so striking like china will wear like a green wig and then kylie will wear a green wig and you can just track this through time it keeps happening and it's not funny (laughs) considering how both amber rose and black china are treated by the media compared to how Kim and Kylie are treated. Exactly. And I don't know. I just don't see this as turning out well. I think that Amber, she didn't tweet about this or anything or post any sort of shady comments. So I'm assuming that she must have known, either she must have known that this was going to be discussed in this episode because Kim was wearing what I thought was like the same outfit. I mean, she wore it a lot after she gave birth to Saint, but the same outfit as the one that she was wearing in the Instagram that she and Amber both posted on their um, accounts that was just like the two of them, like a selfie of the two of them with the frog and the tea caption just to sort of be like, we're we're totally fine with each other. Um, So if that happened at the same time, then Amber must have known about this, about Jonathan's idea or she just like saw it and didn't care that conversation should have just ended 
between Kim and Jonathan. There was no need to bring Kanye totally. in. And there was no need to include that in the show. I completely agree. So another plot of this episode was Rob and Black China Snapchatting and making fun of the healthy groceries that Kris Jenner stocked in their pantry. So this was all over Snapchat one day. This went on for, I don't even know how long. I felt like I was watching those snaps forever. But like, it was like, I would love Kris Jenner to stock my kitchen with that much healthy food. Healthy food that I could make up fun of for a solid 15 minutes. Please, Kris Jenner. Right? And it's like, I don't know. I can't afford to eat that healthy all the time. So if only someone were looking out for me like that. Like, I think Kris really did care. Like, first of all, she paid for this house. Let's be real. Second yeah. of all, she cares enough to give her son healthy groceries. He didn't even have to leave his house. That's number two. That's the dream. Number three, the Snapchats were just like mean-spirited and totally unnecessary. And usually I'm on their side about stuff. But in this instance, I was a little upset. I also was pissed when Rob, and I remember when this happened too, after he had been so silent on social media, he posted a bunch of memes, which I think that's the reason why the episode is titled All About Meme. But he posted a bunch of memes that was like, I don't even know one of them was like when the pussy's so good you want to leave your whole family for it and like saying that he wished that he was an orphan and like that like i think he went a little too far and kim obviously told him in the episode that that's not how you need to handle your business exactly and i mean the fact that this was the most active rob had been on social media in so long was drawing so much attention i mean It was as if he had held a press conference and said these things. Do you know what I mean? Like, he was at the point where his presence was so rare and there was such um, an economy around, like, getting access to him that every individual meme was, like, being reported on. Whereas someone with, like, a more consistent Instagram presence is just kind of like, okay, they post, like, 15 things a day. One of them gets deleted. Like, whatever. It's fine. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. I don't know like the whole thing started with China posting uh I guess on Instagram in response to Kylie about her cooking show because the episode begins with cooking with Kylie right and I remember when they filmed that for her app and Chloe's making all sorts of like innuendos that make her younger sister uncomfortable or whatever mm-hmm. and then China posted something that was like I have a cooking show too and it's like I don't know which one came first and I don't really care but Kim does kind of say that she feels for China um, in this situation which is the most that any of them have said Mm -hmm. thus far I know and then they want to sort of like pass off all of this as Rob's sense of humor I just that doesn't seem right to me it's they're they're yeah no they're, that's like not funny that's such a terrible a much excuse. larger problem here i think yeah and like no one really seems to agree that any of that is funny no no nobody is laughing they just leave it as like oh but that's rob that's his sense of humor his sense of humor is fucked up it is fucked up Also, okay, this is unrelated, but I just got a text from my friend Rachel, who is currently watching the episode all about meme, and she asked the question, 
how does Saint possibly have a dominant hand already? <laughs> Which is so true. Kim was Oh <laughs> my god. Kim I feel like I feel like kids do display that though, but Saint is like probably three or four months old in this episode. He's like not like what could he be doing with his hands besides reaching for a bottle? Like she says that he's left handed. And then she tells the story about how Kanye used to be left-handed, but, like, school made him, um, he had to use his right hand, so now he's a righty. But, like, <laughs> that's just stuck out to me as so strange. Also, another weird moment of this episode that, like, yeah. was totally glossed over. When when Courtney and Penelope and Chris are at lunch, uh, I don't know if, was it when they were at lunch? or I can't remember when it was, but I know, maybe it was when um courtney and kim were talking um when they were ignoring chris she was like telling Mm -hmm. a story about how penelope was like oh my grandma that came with us to see zootopia oh my god i forgot about this right yes tell me everything she was like i miss my grandma i want to see our grandma and and you know she has a lot of grandmas so courtney says which one you mean mj you mean chris you mean you know who which one and she's like, no, the one with the with the long white hair and the dress. Um, and she meant Caitlin. And I just like that moment stuck out to me so much. I thought they were going to go there. I thought they were going to take, you know, talk about like the kids experience, you know, with Caitlin and her transition and all this stuff. And then like they totally stopped talking about it. Well, and then, yeah, Court was like, oh, I didn't even. Yeah, Court was like, I didn't even think of Caitlin as a grandma right like ooh. i mean like of course caitlin is a grandma i know and like i know that like i know that like kendall and kylie still call her dad and that's the term that i think caitlin is okay with them using but if the rest of the family mm-hmm. is referring to her as caitlin and like the kids don't know you know penelope how old is penelope four she's yeah she's not even five yeah so for her pretty much all she knows is caitlin and like so to not think that she would consider her as like a grandmother type figure is like it seems kind of weird that courtney wouldn't understand who she's talking about i don't know have you seen those like really insidious rumors about caitlin detransitioning yeah Uh, i saw like a couple posts about how that's a rumor and like i don't know i don't believe first of all i don't know if i believe that no but not at all yeah Yeah, it's just such a such an awful rumor and i mean caitlin hasn't said anything about it really but she doesn't need to i mean it's very clear that she's very happy being herself exactly but um someone who does not seem happy in this episode is kendall um this is sort of like the third major plot of the episode but kendall she's upset because she feels like lonely she feels left out everyone leaves her out of things they don't hang out with her i guess she lives in downtown la and they never whenever they come from calabasas Mm -hmm. to the city as kendall calls it they never hang out with her and she's really hurt by that so they all decide what they need to do is send her a care package full of cheetos and like pretzel chips and a bunch of snacks and then have like a girls night in sort of thing where they all get their nails done but kendall still did not seem convinced well and the family's explanation was they kind of forget about her they're like 
oh, you're just out of town so much. But, I mean, like, Kendall's on social media all the time. Not as much as Kylie, but, like, you can easily see which geo filters Kendall is using in Snapchat. And just be like, oh, look, she's in L.A. Maybe we should call her. Right. Like, I don't know. They're in such constant contact with one another that I don't believe that they wouldn't know when she was home. And sure, her house didn't look very lived in, so I don't think she spends a lot of time there. But, like, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense for them to say that. I and and during the little like nails when they were getting their nails done Kylie was giving Kendall the weirdest look the whole entire time do we want to talk about gal pal digest uh presented by L chat <laughs> sure so the return of my favorite segment so i and you know whatever is it fair to speculate about someone's sexuality like this Probably not, but something about Kendall in this episode really cemented for me the idea that she is possibly a lesbian. I don't know if it's like the one outfit that she was <laughs> wearing in the confessional with like the gray, like it was a really cute look. I loved it. I just like, I don't know if it was that. I don't know if it was the fact that like she was totally disinterested in the sort of like girls night in thing not that that is at all indicative of someone's sexuality or sexual preference but like she seemed like she had wanted nothing to do with it and the reason that I say that I bring that up is because Kylie was giving her the weirdest look and it, it was like almost as if like Kylie might like know something or maybe Kendall told her something in confidence and like Chris might be saving that for later you know, when the show needs ratings or needs like a little bit of quote unquote controversy to get things, the news stirring. Like, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. I felt like something about her in this episode. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, I was thinking a few months ago, statistically, one of Caitlin's 10 children has to be gay not has to be should statistically be gay and if it's going to be any of them i think it's kendall and i don't really it's hard to say why there's like an entire lesbian subculture just dedicated to like examining kendall jenner as a lesbian um but i also want to say and i also don't want to say this because this is definitely going to cement um the idea of like stereotypes and gaydar or whatever but i had a co-worker and i saw her one day and it just hit me i was like i know that this woman is gay and then three weeks later i found out that she has a wife so i'm just saying i am like one for one i'm ready to be two for two on this well like i don't know i mean just in general people of all you know very you know of every single i almost said subculture but sure for subculture but also like of different ethnic groups or different like class like we all wear and exhibit social markers so that other people can tell something about ourselves like that's why we dress a certain way and we dress or we or we don't dress a certain way or we hang out in certain places or we consume certain types of media because a lot of times we think that it'll say something about ourselves something about our personality and sure like you can't judge everyone based on those things but some things are yeah. and often for safety reasons too some social markers you know on our bodies or through our 
voices or whatever are exhibited so that other people can tell something about us and not to put us in like a box or a stereotype, but to sort of be able to say, oh, I can sort of like feel you out what type of person you might be before I know you. I don't know. Kendall seemed gay in this episode to me. Like I have thought so before, but she really, this episode really, I don't know, something. I, I can't pinpoint it because how could you know? How do you know anyone is anything? You don't until they tell you like she hasn't disclosed any information and I don't want to like speculate and like start rumors but I mean it's like it's like dialects where if you go granular and you look at one feature it's like well this could mark literally anything but when you look at this constellation and sometimes it's difficult to articulate what the constellation is or like what it means then you can start to say okay I think this is indicating x kind of social alignment um and we're basically in january right before she was photographed with harry styles again there was like one article that was like is kendall jenner a lesbian and then that immediately got drowned out by the photos of her with harry styles see that's what i mean that's what i mean like tell me this does not have a chris jenner production written all over it like I know. Well, especially to, like, have those photographs taken in that, like, I don't know. It's, like, a pretty private setting. They're obviously, like, having a very, like, one-on-one moment together. But to have those photos specifically leaked and then the two of them are, like, really not seen in public together after that, that's PR stunt written all over it. Exactly. Oh, my God. That's why I think it's it's possible that she could be... Like, first of all, statistically speaking, one of the family members has to be. I mean, doesn't have to be, but, like, probably could be. And every time that people have publicly speculated about it, it gets immediately drowned out with some other news item about her, somewhat somewhat related to her sexuality. I mean, I'm in total agreement. That being said, I mean, we're just going to have to see how these threads develop through the season, um, we're getting closer to really recent stuff with Robin Black China. I mean, according to Keeping Up with the Continuity Errors, a lot of these uh, scenes were filmed in April. Yeah, a few things were done in like February or March, but like I know like Cooking with Kylie was recent because I remember her Snapchatting that when she and Kim face swapped on Snapchat. That also made headlines for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> It seemed, because also in the episode, for part of the episode, Kendall was in L.A., and then she was in New York, and then I think she might have been out of the country, and then she was back in L.A. again. So it's clear that this was spread out over a longer period of time. Let's talk about power rankings. Let's talk about who is throwing their weight around in this episode. Sure. Um, I think it's very clear that at the bottom is Rob. He he effed this one up for himself and he had to apologize he honestly though sometimes rob seems a little this is gonna be a strong word sociopathic to me i mean if chris says that he has the type of the sense of humor where as a kid he used to like stick a knife in his shoulder and cover himself in ketchup so that she would think that he got stabbed in their house like think about that think about the fact that her best friend was murdered like whoa i did not make that connection 
like if I if my best friend was murdered and our family was involved in some sort of high profile murder case and my kid was behaving like that. I mean, sure, because every once in a while we all do silly stuff like we've all played dead before or like or whatever for him to do something like that to repeatedly exhibit that type of behavior when your family like your family friend was just murdered and like I don't know like that to me I think something's been going on with him maybe for a long time and I'm no psychiatrist I'm not a doctor but (laughs) I just like I don't know I think to play off his behavior as just like a silly sense of humor I don't buy it I completely agree I completely agree but coming in right above Rob is another non-player in this episode and that's Kendall Um, She's really here to kind of explain her absence in the show, first of all, and why she's not really a major player anymore. And also to, I don't know, it's one of those false resolutions where everyone's just like, well, Kendall, you have to tell us when you're in town. And like, no one takes responsibility for like leaving her out. Yeah, like their their solution was like, let's just buy her a bunch of snacks and paint her nails and she'll be fine. And like, she doesn't seem... She doesn't seem to feel that much better by the end of this episode. To me, it didn't seem like it. She seemed like she was still pissed. Exactly. Exactly. Coming in right above Kendall, I think we'd say it's Kylie, right? I mean, she kind of got into a little bit of beef with Black China in this episode, but she also had a successful um, cooking with Kylie webisode on her app. She didn't really instigate anything, but... She did completely disregard the fact that Chloe doesn't eat red meat or pork. <laughs> but, you know, she didn't care. That was kind of She shady. did not care. Chloe was still going to assemble those sliders. She did, and she did it with, with dignity, I guess. I don't know. They didn't show the finished product. I really wanted to see what they looked like in the end. Honestly, same. I wish I was subscribed to their apps. Once again, I don't have the money for that. Mm-mm. Absolutely I did. Not. I, like, briefly subscribed to Kylie's app. This is going to be super embarrassing. But she posted some kind of preview that was, like, my secret to, like, a full bust. And I was like, okay, yeah, I want to know that. Whatever. Because she posted, like, a, a side-by-side. And her secret to a full bust is the Victoria's Secret bombshell bra. <laughs> Why did I pay $5 to learn that? oh my god i mean here's the thing i don't have the money i don't have the space in my phone i don't have the data none of it's really working out for me to be able to subscribe to all of their apps also does kendall have an app yeah she does okay well hers seems like it would just be boring yeah i mean now that they're all on snapchat like what's the point we have this like behind the scenes access Mm -hmm. that's even closer than their app because we know there's a whole production team behind their app exactly it's like it's still mediated but it's just few there's fewer layers in between us and them and coming in above kylie is chloe she's not doing much in this episode except for being petty about rob but less petty than Rob, which is why she's above him. Does she do anything else? Yeah, she's, she's like present. She like looks in Kendall's cabinets, which is one of my greatest fears about having people over. That is one of my that scene. No, but Chloe told Kim not to do that. 
because Kim was oh, doing you're that. Right. Chloe was like, get out of her cabinets. You're and right. That is honestly, when they walked into her home, the first thing I, I, I thought was, oh my God, I hope they show them snooping through her stuff. And I hope they find something like, I don't know what they would find because she seems something like Something gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I hope they find something gay. And maybe they did. Maybe they filmed that and they saved it for a rainy day. But I'm telling you, that is one of my biggest fears. Like, I don't even have... I'm looking around my apartment right now and I barely have cabinets and drawers. And I still... There's nothing but like a Nintendo 64 and some DVDs in there, but I still don't want people looking through my shit. No, I know. I like honestly ended a friendship with someone over snooping through my stuff. Okay, but that's real. No, there are boundaries that just shouldn't be crossed, but I really was hoping that they would in this episode. I know, for dramatic effect only. But yeah, Chloe didn't really do too much. She, in this episode, she was like, she had a really good photo shoot with Shape magazine which I think in the end, she was not satisfied with the cover they chose. This wasn't included in the episode, but I think in real life, she was not yeah. satisfied. But she looked great. Like, she's in great shape. And once she again, just really establishing did. the narrative of, like, Chloe's the hot one this season. Like, that's pretty much all we got from her this episode. Yeah, wait. Actually, can we talk really quick about the fact that if you Google Chloe Kardashian, you only see photos from 2016 with a few notable exceptions? That's so wild to me. Once again, Chris's impact. I know. She's everywhere. Chris honestly went through all of these photos and was like, let's alt tag the shit out of these recent pics. That's so scary. Like, think about the power she has. The power that she holds. They're like erasing pre-2015 Chloe from the internet. They don't want us to know. And specifically, Chris Jenner doesn't want us to know. And that's why she's number three on this week's power rankings. She was, you know, disrespected to some extent by her children in this episode. But when is that not happening? I know. Every single episode. And then <laughs> it's just so funny because they'll, like, ignore her and, like, trash talk her in one scene. And then when Rob disrespects her, and this is justified, but they'll just be like, I can't believe you would say that to my mom. <laughs> Yeah, my mom, not our mom. How weird is that? Chris didn't do too much this episode, but she did get her house back to herself, which she seemed happy about that. So that's why she's closer to the top. I hope that Chris Jenner's driveway remains pristine, and I hope that she's able to locate Corey Gamble throughout that giant house that she lives in. <laughs> Wishing her only the best. Coming in at number two... We have Courtney. I don't really know why. I mean, she's she's a pawn in this episode. But she she handles it gracefully. She she fully embraces the fact that she is a pawn and she does her best to keep Chris out of the house and she has Penelope yeah, with her. She's um once again doing a lot of action for the show cuz Kim isn't really leaving her house at this point. So you know, Courtney's got to take the cameras out and about. That's very true. But since we only have one spot left, I think it's appropriate that the number one top power ranking slot be filled by Kim Kardashian West. And she was really at the top of her game this episode. She was 
bitching out Rob over the phone. She was tearing up Chris's driveway. She secretly moved out of Chris's house in seemingly under six hours. She's on top of it in this episode. She is returning to form. I think that's all we have after the power rankings. It seems like all about meme generated a few conversations that I did not expect to be having. (laughs) Maybe we've gotten like the heavy lifting of the season out of the way. And from here on out, it's going to be two part vacation specials and shenanigans. We definitely have the pregnancy reveal coming up. But we've gotten a lot out of the way so far. I'm so down. I think they're coming. I think we're going to see Saint. I think that's something that's going to happen. I hope we see baby Saint and evidence of his left-handedness. But uh, let's talk plugs real quick. My name is Ashley Brandt, and you can listen to me on a couple of other podcasts, such as Pulp, a podcast based on a true story. And we also have Twin Peaks Peaks, which has wrapped up. But if you are interested in watching that seminal David Lynch show on Netflix, I highly recommend listening along with me and Matt. Um, It's a fun podcast and I had a lot of fun doing it. And as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at BRKMRN. That's my full name minus all the vowels. Or you can follow me on Instagram at the same handle. And if you really want to know what I'm doing all day, you can follow me on Snapchat at BMarine. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for your snap content. I just want to give my my full endorsement. Thank you. I try I try hard to be myself, my genuine self on Snap because it's the only place you can do it as Kim Kardashian West has taught us. And with that, I think we are finished with this episode. This has been the K-hole. Don't be fucking rude.